Mm, yummy. Mm. Hmm. So, when I put the Shimano drivetrain on, I wonder if I should just use the 12 speed SRAM chain that's already fucking sized because I'm lazy or if I'm going to be a yes, fuckhead. Yes, do it. Yes. No, okay, good. Do it. Because that's actually somehow in nice shape. Maybe I took care of it. I don't the know. SRAM chains are, I, I have had better luck with the SRAM chains lately than the Shimano's. I do have a Shimano just laying around. Maybe I'll just put that in the fat bike then. Oh, I know. I'll, I'll just keep the one I have on there, used one. And I still have an extra one for the fat bike. Okay. Cause yeah. fat bike's next. Okay. Also the, the, the basin's warm, so it's not bad working on shit down there. It's kind of nice. nice. Yeah. I don't want to fucking like hate my life, you know? Yeah. My yeah. Hands. Like, yes, exactly. It's, it's much easier to uh, work on things when you can feel your fingers. Absolutely. I'm like, I have battery powered light. I'm like, Oh, this is fucking, this is heaven. My girlfriend's like, you should make it nicer for yourself. So you want to be down there. I'm like, you don't understand what I'm used to. This is fucking <laughs> amazing. I can see and I have heat to step up from basically everything else. Oh, I've got some good content for today, dude. Oh, I'm glad because I've just been fucking going to work and not fucking being my bike self. So relying on you to <laughs> pick up the fucking slack. Slacker. Bike life is in shambles. Yeah. Bike life. Hello. What's going on? LPC2. Isn't that a McLaren? I don't know. The MP412C, I think they named it. It's like the most ridiculous car. Yeah, the the uh, the McLaren fax machine (laughs) is what uh, that's what the Top Gear guys were calling it. Yeah, yeah, basically, because it was it was just a (laughs) series of numbers and letters. So they were like, it's the McLaren fax machine. (laughs) Oh, you can't see me cheersing you right now. There you go. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, I should put a, f- a stock cool. photo of myself there. <laughs> I may not do. Uh, I may not like do video cutout. the entire time. I uh, I frantically tried to charge this old girl up as hard as I could, uh, but it's an eight, so battery limitations are a thing. Something uh, funny about point. the e-bike salesman <laughs> talking we... about battery limitations on basically the <laughs> phone device. <yeah. laughs> we need to get Boy, you a, uh... Uh, a a work laptop. Is that Ooh. in the budget, Ed? That's that is in the budget if you like used broken laptops. Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> I gotta get a computer. For for all I know, I already have one in the pipeline. It's just I haven't seen anyone. Um my my Christmas kind of all got canceled at the last couple of days, I'm sure. Like yeah, it many seems people. to be yep. Yep. Seems to be the so, uh, Santa skipped your house, go. huh? Yeah, didn't honest to God, first year ever didn't exchange a single gift with anyone. Oh. Uh, Nope. Yeah. So return all those and buy some backpacks yeah. for yourself. <laughs> you know, I'm good for it. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, <laughs> if you're listening and you're like, you were supposed to come to my house. Yeah, I, um, I'm coming eventually. <laughs> I'll I'll be there you eventually. Comment comment tats. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, electric mechanics, dude. I got beat up today. I got beat up bad. I uh, I've been trying to put a. Um, a display onto an e-bike that was kind of designed to not have one 
Um, and I feel okay about speaking with this if we're actually recording because like I have a feeling I'm going to end up friends with this guy that I'm doing this for. Um, just you ever, you ever have that kind of customer, Riley? Yeah, it was you. Well, yeah, actually, it's me and Ed. <laughs> and Ed. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so I, I don't know if I don't know if Homeboy is going to end up on the podcast per se, um, <laughs> but all things in time. But yeah, like uh, so, this guy bought a Shimano motor e-bike. Uh, Riley already knows about this because I keep texting them like frantically. Um, that it's like a minimalist, um, just a battery level it reads out with a bar controller and like you've got like three lights. And he wants to put one of those more prominent like Shimano displays on it. We'll actually say like what mode you're in, what speed you're going, yada, yada, yada. Okay. And uh, it turns out that Shimano's own stuff isn't compatible with newer versions of like yeah. basically, yeah. Long story short, uh, the first display he got me, he like got one online, plugged right into the bike, turned on, chimed, acted like it was gonna work, and then like literally you go into Shimano's app and it's like, this isn't compatible, take it off. And it was like, damn it. I was about so, to take it off too. Get it off, man. Yeah. So do a bunch of research, find this gentleman the correct display, get out of the box, go to plug it into the handlebars, think I'm like just just slinging it. And uh, it takes completely different wire connectors. And now I have to. Yeah. So, so, and the crazy thing is, is I just said that it takes completely different wire connectors. However, this is the correct display for this person's bike. In fact, it's allegedly the only one that will talk to his new style motor. Um, But the bike, I would imagine because of availability um has been like retrofitted with the older di2 and steps e-bike stuff um connections so basically the old connections are bigger the new ones are smaller so it sounds like he's actually got the stuff on his bike to do this if i dig through the bike to get an adapter out of the middle of the frame Uh, for these wires oh yeah oh yeah this was bullet connected the barrel ones whatever it is uh they they, they i I actually like model model numbers and stuff all written down um yeah yeah it's but long story short it sounds like uh i free up this adapter the correct wire that's already attached to his motor will come out of his frame go to one side of the display and then i just got to get a new wire utilizing the old adapter to plug in his bar controller to the display and On a Good different tutorial. bike. You should make um, a tutorial about this when you're done. Jesus Christ. Today, today's just been a Shimano day, man. I had another guy bring me his uh, his first tune-up. He bought the bike this year. He's bringing it in for his first tune-up. Says the rear brake's a little soft. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll peek at it. So I mess with my reach adjustment, align a caliper. It's like, yeah, this thing needs to bleed. So I start to bleed it. <clears throat> and uh, have you ever seen a cracked piston on a brake, oh. Riley? Yep. Well, yep. it turns yep. out, so basically I take everything apart like i get the rear wheel out of there i get the pads out of there because you don't want to contaminate anything um i put a bleed block in which is like this big phenolic thing that all the pistons just like touch um bleed the whole (laughs) bleed the brake feels amazing um as i'm literally i close everything up and i go to hit the brake just like one more time and i just feel the lever kind of just after an initial bit of resistance and i look over at the back half of the bike and there's just pieces of white plastic um yeah just falling out of the caliper and just oil everywhere oh yeah it was it was an instant 
Like who, just... who poured that? Who poured that over here? Oh, <laughs> who put <shit>. that there? <laughs> hey, so, who sorry, did that? Sorry, Alarone, just, uh, just, just buffing the floor back there. Just, just, I'm going to rub that in in a minute. Yeah, that, that was a problem in particular on uh, some of the first road bike calipers that Shimano had because um, they were they were trying to make them light. So yeah. um, all, a lot of those pistons were just kind of like falling apart. Of course, if you talk to Shimano about it, that never happened. And fuck you. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they, they scream like calls at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. The color you are dialing has a Google screening service. To- <laughs> 508. No, I don't think so. Yeah, right to voicemail. <laughs> they know it's me. They know it's me and they know I want to fix things and they don't like that. How old was the bike? <clears throat> this bike? Here. The one. Yeah. A year old? Oh, yeah. It's not even. Um, Jesus. It's nothing like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to badmouth the company or anything. It's just the day I had was like Shimano yeah. Hellland. Yeah. Um, like I got, I and of course the calipers through our secret fourth wall bicycle shop distributors a back order till like may um so i you know sourced some pistons and i'm gonna be yeah, changing go. some pistons that's so fun. yeah long story short that's that's the day i had Riley. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of googling model numbers and writing them down and yeah wow. there comes a point too where you just you're it's, at least for that e-bike thing you're just reading forums after a while yeah. like even the tech because like there is no there's no resource for any of this um that i'm aware of anyway <laughs> yeah so um so. i mean the the best resource out there for shimano stuff is always going to be si.shimano.com i'm mm-hmm. sure you you're on that one right yeah it's just i'd love to see like a, a process yes. you know what i mean yeah yeah they do have limited um like kind of a lot of their dealer manuals do have walkthroughs of their process, mm-hmm. but I don't think their e-bike side is as fleshed out. Um, so basically good luck. Just because it's new. Well, in fairness newer, to Toronto, say. in fairness to them, um, no one's is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one's is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say, and of course, I'm going to say this because they're what I sell, but like Bosch and Yamaha really have their uh, their stuff together, I would say. Yeah. But, you know, it can, it can even with those, it can get dicey sometimes. It's yes. just, yeah. yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that was the day I had. So that's my content. All right, I'm signing off. <laughs> that's, my t- that's my time. <laughs> that's my time. Thank you. So everybody. I wanted, because it is currently, as we are recording this, December 28th. Oh, oh, um, oh. And past, future. maybe, maybe someday you'll listen to this years from now and not know what the word Omicron means. Omicron. The Omicron, <laughs> the Omicronic, as I've been calling it. Yeah. Um, People don't find that funny, though. So <laughs> I, I do. Fuck them. <laughs> so I don't know when, uh, when Ed is going to be publishing this, but I thought it might be nice to make this our Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., baby. Whoa, dude, sick. I oh. thought it might be nice to make this our year-end holiday New Year's 2021 in-review thing. Um, Suck at Spotify. What? Well, it's a yearly wrap-up, you know? Yeah. Spotify tried to be like, hey, this is our shit. Now we're taking over that shit now. Sorry. <laughs> year-end bikes, baby. 
What's worse, the the Spotify year in review in everyone's story or the Strava? Strava. Yeah. I, I did like I mean, my no Strava, offense, but I didn't. Re- it, you know? I, I think I reposted a single mileage. Like, you did five million that. miles. <laughs> <laughs> Got to flex on them this, hose, man. I don't know if this makes me a hipster or not, but I kind of prefer Garmin Connect. Oh, when it's not oh man. I love dude. my Garmin Connect, yeah. dude. When it's wow, when it's not anyway. Yeah. You're like a, a military guy now, huh? No, nah, not even. I just think it's like <laughs> more information and I'm not giving like random people who wrote of me once maps to my house. You're going to use some. Accurate. I hide mine, but still. You use uh, Garmin Connect for all your boating and stuff too? Me? Yeah. I don't, I don't boat. You could with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You could. Yeah, I could. <laughs> like, you actually could. <laughs> Yeah, just you know, the last last little domino's got to fall there. I need a boat, I guess. I was on I was on Garmin Connect the other day making routes, and uh, they have obviously route by popularity. And I was doing like I uh, love that, they by have the way. their categories gravel. Yeah. I think I was in, and uh, you don't say it had it had a route, um, like down a river, which I'm pretty sure came from someone kayaking it. Um, right. but I thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> don't you go steal his KOM? <laughs> There's actually, I don't much. know, I don't know if it's still there. I had um, a friend on the Cape who, in the winter, set a uh, or wanted to, I don't know if he ever did, wanted to set a segment across one of the ponds down there oh, on a fat bike. Um, yes. when it was iced over. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Never going to be attempted exactly. Again. <laughs> um, I don't know if it ever happened or if it did, if it's still there, but um, we should try to find I, one. Of I those. was always uh, very, uh, very happy that that was a thing that could be done. Um, that's the I'm other good one, I believe, um, Jack will have to correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, I believe um, one of the airports in North Carolina has a segment that Jack made down the uh, down the runway um, on liftoff. 600 miles an hour. <laughs> um, he had the K- the best part about this, he had the KOM there for like two weeks and someone took it. Oh, what a savage. Who goes to the airport and checks for KOMs? To right? Be- wow. I kind of like that spirit. I'd imagine that's where most of the people who check for KOMs reside, actually. Is At like the airport. airports. Because they yeah. fly, yeah. They're all pilots. The, the financial district. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to make this a, a yes. review um, and a year-end thing. Uh, so, first, wait, did we do an intro yet? That was it. That was it. <laughs> there you go. Done. Welcome to the bike lane lift talk, formerly. Um, we'll talk about bike things and sometimes lift things. Sometimes, sometimes I I want to start with a review of this year for us as a podcast. I think we managed four episodes this year as opposed to two the previous year, so I'd say we're. We're trending pretty well here. Hey, doubling, we doubled. Ah, that's not true. Hundred percent, hundred percent increase. I've been in at least five. All right, so all five. Year, much, Either way, we're trending. So up. five. <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
where where are we all at personally? Well, that's a deep question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been neglecting everything bikes for the past like two weeks, and I'm just now getting around well, you've to been, getting back into it. It's been busy. You've had a, a rough time this year in general, right? Oh my god, yeah. It's been a life's good. Life can throw stuff at you sometimes, and yeah, it's gonna suck, but you got to roll with it, and then try to make the best, and then get back at it. You know. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, uh, just get, I should just get back at it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got to do it. There's enough self-hate there that it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm sick of myself. Let's, let's do this. You know, it's yeah. It's hard to get back at it. Cause you, I don't know. The first ride back can suck. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to like, like pulling, pulling up more in the bars is something I don't want to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, I do have suspension, so it might be better than like, you know, rolling around on pavement on a drop bar, but it's like, I'm just like, uh, can I pull up enough with my wrists like reliably, you know, but I mean, we're going to find out we're going to fucking send her, you know? Yeah. So for, for those of you out there that this is their first episode, Ed had a, a crash that he is, is, my that, wrists, is that what's up with your wrists? My yeah. wrists, my wrists. wrists, my wrists is old now. Um, old old man wrists. They're getting slightly better, you know. They still suck getting that Kush car off. That was a friggin' incident. Yeah, yeah. That's getting it back on exercise. should be really fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of. It's healed to the point where they're usable, and I think it should be fine. I'm just mentally sketched out about like, I mean, with a mountain bike, if you don't pull up at the right moment doing something, maybe I just shouldn't do sketchy things and just do like yeah. Come, there stuff, you go. You know? There's an easy answer. <laughs> maybe you know um yeah but i guess i'll probably have to ease back into it and see where i go from there but again i'm probably getting ahead of myself and i should just get out there and ride you know like do something around massey do some familiar loops um probably not so familiar now i don't know if you guys have changed a bunch of crap over there but i've been there in a while you know um i think there were a few little things but nothing yeah most of the same get, get somewhere familiar for the first ride back so you know what you're looking at don't get too sketched out don't do anything stupid if you're feeling good which i have a habit of doing so what feeling good or doing stupid things doing stupid things when you're feeling great you're like i feel fine i could probably just hit this and then i'm like on the ground i'm like well how did that happen Are you silly <laughs> i'm still gonna send it i'm gonna send it um so yeah that's where i'm at i'm trying to get the ritmos and pieces in the basement but it, it should be back together in the next i'm hoping about tomorrow night should have it all buttoned nice. up fat bike is next to it ready to go to get its chain like i don't know fucking de-rusted and like working i think it moves <laughs> it's just effed uh headset is <laughs> sketchy uh yeah that that was the china headset right keep, keep, yeah keep tightening it and it just the bezos headset yeah un- yeah that's that's weird i don't or we replaced the stem didn't we yeah it still does that though huh. okay <laughs> just keep tightening it and just keep you know hoping it doesn't come loose while i'm doing something you know? yeah that's not great <laughs> i remember going down Jesus. like the last time I wrote it, we went down like a snowbank and I was like, I turned and the bars turned, but the bike didn't. And I was like, this is going to be bad. You know, like this, this is going to be really bad, but I just so felt sideways. But that, that was with the old stem, right? I think so. I, I, yeah. I don't know. The is current it... ones lose though. So I don't know. Oh, for Christ's sake. The stem like basically just keeps coming loose. And I'm just. Yeah. This, the stem that we originally put on there was a, a Bezos Amazon stem. And it was super uh, yeah, shiny. first ride, it loosened <laughs> up like twice. Like just kind of, yeah. I I don't know if it's, it just said no. It was like I don't think so. Yeah, just like a shitty material that they're using, probably. So it just kind of. Chinesium. Yep. 
Yep. I kind of, I got the opposite problem on my Moonlander. I bought an animal BMX stem for it. And uh, it's just a raw aluminum stem with black oxide hardware. So uh, not only does it tighten down like a vice, but uh, that black oxide hot, hotware, bleh, hardware surface rusts in place and then it'll never move again. <laughs> it was fused together now. Yeah. I need yep. like a quarter inch Allen wrench, literally a quarter inch. It's SAE and a breaker bar to move. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, yeah, but they're where I want them, now. so it's perfect. Yep. As long as you as long as you never change. Let me yeah, use breaker bars on friggin' cars. Well, I mean, I mean, knowing Tom, once he has it set where he wants, he never wants to he would probably never move it anyway. So it's like no. perfect. You know Pretty I mean? much. Yeah. I uh, I recently discovered the seat post is hundred percent stuck in my Wolverine. <laughs> and uh and Doesn't uh matter. nothing changed <laughs> because that is the bike that I measure all my other bikes off. He's like, oh, perfect. Dear. Of all the oh, bikes yeah. this could happen to, this is the best. So you yeah. eventually you'll just set that one up. You'll tear it down to the frame and just set it up like as a jig. Pretty much, yeah. Like as a frame sizing <laughs> jig. I'll just keep the, the, the seat tube, seat post, yeah. an old saddle, and the bottom bracket shell is like a story pole for yeah. setting up other bikes. I love that. You put a light on it or like make it a lamp, you know? <laughs> Oh, dear. Good idea. So what what is the height? You know it off oh, the top of your head, right? No, I don't bother to remember. That. Oh, you're not one of them. I, no, I measure it every time. <laughs> <laughs> I should I'm apologize because actually... I'm sure someone listening knows their seat height off the top of their head. I have <laughs> never been that person. <laughs> no, no. Oh, Riley, yeah. I'm with you. I don't know what seat height I need and what it is. I, everything has dropper posts and everything is random every time I. Run I don't. It. Someone turns around to me and says, "What tire pressure you're running?" I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, enough. That one. Squeezed, enough. Yeah, this that much. one. It feels I, fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really similar to Riley. Like, I will check when I actually inflate, and then for a while, I'll just kind of yeah. let it go. I know it's um, somewhere between twenty and thirty. <laughs> yeah, but when when people like ask, and you're like, no, they just look at you like you're friggin' mental. How uh, much you run? But I will say so. <laughs> Just as a heads up, if you're ever on the start line and you want to really freak people out, you just reach over and grab their tire, give it a squeeze, and just kind of shake your head like "oof," and kind of maybe make a tut tut noise and like "oh, was your decision." Good luck. <laughs> all right, bold yes. choice. All right, sir. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you're gonna say like just pick a random number that's either way too low or way too high. <laughs> that would also be fun. Six. Oh, I, was, I was running five today. Oh, sick. <laughs> Squeeze someone's plus tire, sixty-one, like, <laughs> and then ride away. <laughs> You're ready for an interesting ride. Peels uh, away. Yeah. So, Tom, Tom, where are you at in your bicycling career for this year? Well, um, as things have cooled off, both figuratively and literally, <laughs> um, I I ended up like kind of not doing as well as I thought. I'd like to towards the end of October, which led to me um, doing all the wrong things through November. In fact, uh, friends, like people I look up to, and even my Garmin unit told <laughs> me, hey, like, stop, like you're detraining. And in other words, I'm not saying I stopped riding. I actually decided to, through November, just ride like a, a foolish amount. However, it was only indoors because I hate the cold. I think I said that before. And I get like all, I just yuck. I don't know. I'm like a, a child of summer now. Like give me a 90 degree day and I'll literally throw you down like a century. I I'm just, so, I don't know. I just, 
I like that. Um, and as soon as it's like 40, what's ironic too is like when it's 42 and rain, I won't go up for anything. Um, and then I'll lose my mind by the time it's like six degrees and then I'll go. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty much actually, so I, I basically burnt myself out through November and like, you want to talk about, like, I just did everything wrong against better advice. I think frankly, Riley, like actually shook his head at me at one point at like the cross race. Um, cause we were talking about this. Um, just totally blew myself out. Like it, it kind of affected everything in my life a little bit. So I chilled out slash burnt out for December wrote about, I don't know, not much. I, I only put in about like uh, 300 miles this month, which for me is about half. Um, and you shouldn't go by mileage anyway. It's just, I'm just blasting off the numbers I can think of because I don't know how many hours that is. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I don't think yeah. I go by, by hours either. I think I do by mileage. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, hours is usually a better measurement, but we, I don't know. I, I think in miles. Because it's, do... it's an easier number to think about a lot of time. Well, and yeah. Every other vehicle I ever interface with, what do you measure in miles? Yeah. Ooh, so point, like, yeah. it's just, it's got wheels. It goes on the street sometimes. Um, it's, it's miles. But yeah, <laughs> so December kind of like burnt out, got a little depressed, like just lost some interest. Um, was still doing couple to a few rides a week. Obviously, um, I have to ride bikes at work, even though some of you will say they're not real bikes um oh they're real. Like, they exist yeah so up until basically uh <laughs> lockdown christmas weekend i rode outside in december once and yesterday i took my moonlander out for its like real shakedown ride because believe it or not that cyclocross race was like the first and only time i ever really rode it outside Damn. um cool because i was still trying to set it up like it it really didn't have like a, a place in my lineup um and i think it does now but yeah, got outside, rode my usual, um, and it was everything I, you know, was dreading. Like it was wet, it was this, it was cold, it was that. Uh, but it was awesome, and uh, I dressed correctly, just <laughs> on pure whim and luck. Um, and I rode a little bit on the trainer today. I'm kind of just focusing on doing less, but doing it more consistently, and not worrying about like. Oh, I need to hit these numbers. Oh, I need to do this thing. Oh, I better have my heart rated. And I know there's a bunch of people who do that. There are some very successful people who do that. Um, and I was emulating that through November. But it, uh, in the end, didn't work out so great for me. Maybe I'll save that for the spring. So that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm at the end of kind of a big, stupid collapse. And yet, I have hopes, I guess. And yet, you're still standing. I love it. Yeah. yeah coming back at you, bitches. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's very succinct. I like how uh, I like you put that. I, I should probably also focus on the consistency over basically anything else. Like just the fact that I'm out there or on there, the train or whatever doing it, it's probably enough mentally for me to keep focused on it. Yeah. I hope. I don't know. Yeah, that, well, that matters out. more than anything. I mean, yeah. the, well, the way that I got into the best like cycling shape that I've ever been in was commuting to work every day. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, not work, but just consistency. Yeah. yeah just consistency and ironically enough not focusing on numbers yeah interesting um and it, it, listen if you're ever in the position i was in and this goes for everyone like listener yada yada um never ever ever look at your garmin and go and i know like this isn't the best thing to say in general but this is actually how i felt and i'm just being honest this is a safe space 
I literally looked at my Garmin being like, this is unproductive. You are losing fitness. And I was like, pussy. <laughs> like, all right, right. And, and, and yeah. And like, I immediately just started like hammering out like forties on the training. That and, guess, and guess what? Like, yeah, no, it didn't. It, it was less productive still. So Garmin was right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If, you, if you're friends with like somebody who's really fast and they look at you and go, ah, it's the off season. It doesn't matter. And you think that's ridiculous. You should relax. You might have you might have a problem because <laughs> uh, that's what I did. That was the other thing I did is I, I had like a friend who could just shred me tomorrow, like any minute. You could roll him out of bed and put him on a huffy, and he'd beat me at anything. And uh, he was just like, "Hey, man, you can't do that." And I was like, "Yes, I can." Whoops, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> you know, been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Oh, well, it's that humble pie. We all need slices of it every so often. Mm, yeah, humble pie. My, my humble pie is blueberry. It's so good. winter's just tough you know i I could deal with the cold if it wasn't for the light in other words in massachusetts up where we live in the northeastern u.s uh sun's coming up at about 10 past seven and it's going down at about 20 past four Uh, lack of lights it is the days are getting longer every day they are yeah we're past the solstice we're we're over the hump yep just kidding yeah I'll, I'll, that's, we're that's gonna firmly like, we're firmly in winter now so i'm like all right time to get at it you know yeah, yeah and l- like i was kind of alluding to in like my goofy roundabout way like i tend to just screw around for the first half of winter and then when it's like either lose your mind or do something then i'll come up with some kind of structure and prep for that. rasputitsa Ooh, when is that march yeah is that too april. yeah a- april april 30th april very last day one. Yeah, they're running it like two weeks later than they used to. <laughs> can't can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> Latin the hills. No, yeah, it's just sure. it, it was like a hypothermia fest the last time we went. Like it was just yeah, we, it was, we've it, talked it about it pretty ad rough. Nauseum. Yeah, we have. Maybe the uh, maybe was, they should. It was get cold. Some, some showers pass waterproof winter gloves <laughs> riley we we will discuss that in a few episodes ed so two i still have yet to years. find the video sd card for our sock test but uh oh no way that's a micro sd you're never gonna find it i know Gone forever. i was like should... god I... damn it holy shit he doesn't know where that is uh, uh, i might actually have it on google drive I'll, I'll you know after this i'll look back and if i do have it, I'll i feel like it. you had some shots on it but there were some others on this sd card but also i'm pretty anyways. sure I, I lost an entire hard drive with like two years of bike gopro footage that i hadn't used when i moved <laughs> It just clicks. Oh. I'm going to stick it in the freezer and see if I can resuscitate it. We'll see. It just clicks. <laughs> That's no it's, good. There were too many sends on it. Too many, it too many hooked sent- to flat. It's like your body's broken. So is your equipment. It's like, oh, fuck. That stings. <laughs> Wait, so, all right. So we did ours. What's up with your bike here? You've had actually some pretty monumental oh, yeah. changes, buddy. I had some what? Some pretty what? monumental changes. changes i mean you your bike you toss up bikes like some people i know like flip cars it's wild <laughs> yeah i mean uh i'm in a transitionary phase in life right uh, now that's a good you and the federal reserve sound very similar right now federal reserve. inflation's transitory <laughs> so are bikes transitory yeah it's, it's not your bike it's just your turn so i mean i i've had to put in a lot more work this year than uh well, and I have a longer commute this year, so I have not had that bike commute to to lean on. Um, so it's been real tough to kind of 
like moderate and and uh, mitigate that effect. Um, yeah, just squeeze it in. I mean, the one of the realizations I had like last week was like kind of like Tom was saying, I it's it's hard to get out of the rut of um, I want my ride to be double digits mm-hmm. as far as like mileage goes. Um, and be totally okay with like a three to five mile ride. Oh. That's something that I have a hard time with. I'm glad that you're saying that because I'm like, oh, you fucking weak asshole. Five miles. I, it's out there, tough. Yeah. I but sometimes like it's all that matters with, out there. With the time of day and the time the sun sets, like sometimes that's all that can be managed, and that's much better than not doing anything. Amen. Um, yes, because a lot of the time, like Bridge. I end up just looking at it and saying like, oh. I'm only going to be able to fit in like half an hour. So I might as well not do anything, which is a, a, a stupid way to look at it, but that's the rut that I fall into. Um, that's very so, succinct putting it that way too. God damn it. Yeah. Trying to, trying to combat that um, has Com- been my combat that on a super caliber pretty easily <laughs> or a rodeo. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm going more gravelly at the moment. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'll be honest. I was expecting a little more snow by this time of year this year. But uh, warming, you son well, of a bitch. I, I just feel like we were due for a uh, a less mild winter. I thought we were gonna blast. It was we might last still. Year, like, we mild. might still. We might still. I have yes. a. Absolutely. I actually. I can't help but disagree with this because I seem to have noticed the last, I don't know, maybe half decade or so. It seems to be, uh, you know, 40 to 60 in rain on Christmas. And then by January 9th, it's like three outside. Yeah. 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 January and February are usually our, our heavy snow years, but for the last five years, like we really haven't, we've really had pretty mild years. Oh, there Um, is a noticeable difference. It's almost like something's up. What would you call that? Yeah. Like a warming Something. trend. Yeah, know, yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. A warming trend. Use, like, freaking, fans the whole use socialist commie <laughs> bastards. I wish there was a name for that. Weird Is that problem. you acknowledging universal like problems again? <laughs> Damn I'm you. Concerned. If only I'm we knew more about this. <laughs> no, because it's not communist. it's not warming. I mean, we should be seeing we should still be seeing um, more snow. Those aren't concentration um, camps. I They're happy camps. Please, Jesus. please hold for one moment, gents. Please hold. Please hold. Please Holding. hold. Holding. I'm going to play with my heart, my heart rate monitor. So ready? We're, we're going to play by play this. Riley's got video on. He took his monitor off. Oh. He's got his headphones off. He's speaking to someone He's back. off camera. Oh, look at him. He's smiling. It must be something good. Oh. Who's that? Sounds like a cat. Uh, cat that was uh, that was my girlfriend thinking that I was referring to her when I mentioned socialist <laughs> communist bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Which great. is pretty Here. good. Oh, you know, Canadians. <laughs> oh, so you got one. You have one of those too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to, good to know we're we're in like company with that. That is hilarious. Uh, so anyway, that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, the great block to the north. <laughs> oh, jeez. The, the the maple curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I do have some nice maple syrup here. I was gifted for Christmas. I can't wait to eat it. Ooh, Might you just eat it like, like raw, just straight out of the. You know, people thought it was it weird, down. but I had little shots of maple syrup on bike rides, and I was just shooting it like instead of people having goo blocks, I'm just doing. Like oh no, shots it's a thing. Maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. So Un- untapped. Oh. Yeah, and there's there is something about it. 
too. It works. Yeah. It's good. No, but like in that moment where you're like, man, I need bike food. There's something about maple syrup. that's like, it's so good. Yeah. 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 I agree. So yeah. Thank you. Our Northern brother. (laughs) Yes. Brothers to the North. (laughs) Hold the wall for us. Thank you, Ricky, Julian, Bubbles. Appreciate it. <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to do as far as like a year-end thing is um, my my friend, I'm going to mention him again, my friend Jack and I the other day Shut entered Jack. into a conversation um, about who the um, most innovative name in cycling is right now. Um, so I wanted to parse this name? conversation out into two segments um i want the most innovative innovative bicycle company and i want the most innovative parts company we can start with bicycles but uh, the floor is open um to to your proposals innovative bicycles Uh, uh, you didn't say good or great no yes so that's a very good point um, important distinction (laughs) innovative does not necessarily mean good or best no, look at old mountain bikes. Okay. <laughs> Innovative. This hey, is just saying. One. Um, I mean, so so I'll give you, I'll give you an example here, and yes. I'll give the reason that I. So, so Jack, uh, he he kind of put forward Cannondale. Interesting. Um, and I uh, I shot him down with that one, but um, his take basically was no it's not necessarily that they're doing good stuff but they're always doing new stuff um my take on that Ooh. was their last new thing was the lefty and they've just put it on every bike since oh and that was snap. in the early 2000s what a roast <laughs> wow Jesus, so... that was brutal <laughs> i mean you're not wrong but i mean that's 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 where i'm at right is innovative like I, yes in the early 2000s Cannondale was innovative for putting the lefty on everything um nowadays i don't think so because they the lefty is the only new thing they've done for years and a lot of brands have kind of um like appropriated that like in other words there was a while where cannondale wanted to make all of cannondale's components you know what i mean where they like uh what do they call it back then was it si was it si yep. integration yeah and basically what that means is they like, still do sure that Quote me if I'm wrong here. Didn't Cannondale invent the BB30 as a proprietary thing for their oh, cranks? Um, I think they might. I believe be Cannondale did do the was the first to do BB30. Yes. Yeah. So stuff like that, basically, like and uh, Specialized has done it too. Um, like they do it, or they have done it in the past with their Future Shock stuff. Um, they've also done, I know, some crank stuff, at least on like the old old tarmac. So, so like, I don't wait. I don't want to fall into this trap of like who has the most like proprietary proprietary stuff. shit because okay. like yeah. like bottom brackets and stuff like that's that's kind of whatever. But I'm I'm looking for like like again, it doesn't have to be good, but it has to be groundbreaking in some way. Right, so so the, I'll tell you another the the company that came to mind for me, and you got I know Tom is gonna hate me for this, but three two I one, can't specialized. it's Canyon. Oh. No, it's Canyon. <laughs> In their because business Canyon model? has the biplane handlebar, oh, which again, yeah. not good, but definitely like a something to shake the business up a little bit. The other one that I thought was was really uh, a shake up from them was the 
Um, Ed, you'll know this a little better than I do. I think they have a full suspension mountain bike that you can change the geometry on the fly. Shapeshifter. Yes. Yes. It's pretty sick too. That's, that's a pretty like kind of in again, innovative. I, I don't think I want it on my bike, but it's an innovative approach. Redford seems to like it, but again, I've, and I've used it and it's nice, but I, I need more seat time to be like, is this actually novel like worth the extra complication worthwhile yeah. yeah 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 that's like that's but a good... regardless of if it's worthwhile it is innovative and yeah. groundbreaking in its own way Agreed. honestly yeah. and you, you'll both hate me for this but i'm gonna go with trek lately for two for two reasons their expansion has been unreal from what i've seen like they're just there's new treks everywhere i've seen and that super caliber with the it's not something new, but the way they've applied that carbon rear to give you that XC travel that is looks like it's probably going to be unrivaled in its class. Like to ignore that as yes, I, I that, think that you know, has to be a contender. I think the the concept with that, like they call it ISO strut, the concept there with the flexing rear stays. Yeah. is being used on the specialized epic as well yes and uh, i think a few other cross-country bikes the integration of that shock into the top tube is not something that has been done yeah it's next level um, looks, looks sick when we're talking integration i mean you have to acknowledge um the scott uh i don't remember the name of the bike the genius but it's the one right? where you uh it might be the one where you can't see the rear shock because it is inside it's, the frame. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the name of that is. But yeah, uh, oh, I want to Google that now, actually. Um, yeah, I don't remember what that one is called. Tom Tom has mentioned that someone is tapping. Scott Spark. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry, I the tried spark. to. Uh, is tried this, to that is in, it uh, this? Text only. Yeah, whatever that noise is. I'm just assuming it'll drive a listener crazy. How about this? My, yeah, my, that'll, that'll, you know, that'll probably... <laughs> this keyboard is insanely loud, too, yeah. If you were listening until now, see ya! Later, bye. It was nice, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, yeah. This, the uh, Scott Spark. This is wild, um, too, actually. Scott yeah. always seems to find a way to do something new. And they might be the one I call out, even though I They might be the them. one? I don't carry them. Haven't seen a new one in a in a minute. But like, man, there's something about a new Scott bike. Actually, had again, a that's Venus back in the day. The the way Jeez, that that sweet. rear shock is hidden inside the frame of the Scott. It's extremely yeah. trick. I don't want it. I don't want to work on it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how my it. yeah, that's but how my genius was. <laughs> you can't you can't deny that it is like again innovative and groundbreaking in a way. Um, the the story behind that one is, uh, I believe Scott actually just bought the company that was doing that on their bikes, because um, there was a Scott's company cool. that, that did that on their bikes a few years ago, like and that. Scott just went ahead and bought them um, yeah. and uh, integrated it into their own design, which is how how much of the industry works. But way back in the day, I actually worked at a place that sold Scott for a couple of years, and uh, they were awesome. Like color schemes are great, build quality was great, specs were great. Really, uh, uh, availability and support, nice I believe, was uh, the big issue back in the day, right? Something to be designed. Back in the day, they would drop you this almost like a hardcover book of uh, all the bikes that they make. And it turns out that out of that, like, you know, hundred or whatever, like 
20 of them were actually available in the U.S., but they didn't want to make a U.S.-only catalog. Um, yeah. So I ended up, yeah, I, I had a few people, like, mad at me or us because Scott wasn't sending those bikes to the U.S., but I feel like, too, don't forget, this is, like, 10 years ago. Like, yeah. it was still, it doesn't seem it, but it was a much smaller world in terms of global, well, pre-pandemic, anyway. It was a much smaller world in terms of global shipping, Um I would say in distribution. Now it's probably back just because they'll sell you whatever they have and you will like it. You'll be happy with <laughs> and that's, it. Shut up. And that's pretty much every company. That's that's like Wonder Bread. <laughs> Never mind Scott. Uh, <laughs> yeah, today we have flour. So the other conclusion that I came to is the the award of most innovative bicycle company at the end of the day can't be given to any of these big companies because the small companies are the ones that are really pushing stuff in most cases. Ooh, that's a hot take. I like it. Um, if, I, if I said a word, uh, I don't know if, I bet Ed knows what it is. I'd assume Riley knows what it is. It's actually old, um, but they're still around and they're still doing like crazy one-off, or maybe not one-off, but some really wild stuff. Have you ever heard of a brand called Nikolai? Yeah. That is, a, that is an old one, dude. They're like a downhill company but uh like basically they they cnc like machine like all these crazy trusses and stuff and they build these wild suspension designs and they're they're even add motors and things now um and that it's as if nikolai was supposed to be an e-bike brand the entire time i know i'm biased but uh it just works like with all that you know i mean the name like, right oh yeah and they got like it's super like they got like backwards letters and stuff in it it's like they're they're definitely very like I don't know where they're from. I would imagine some. Uh, it looks like they're Europe. German. Oh, they they do have an e. Oh, okay. They do an e-bike version now. The e yeah, they QLF. just came up with it. Yeah, it looks pretty it? wild too. It's like an EDH bike. Oh my god. Yeah, and looks they'll gnarly. Like, so the reason I bring up Nikolai, it's not just that oh they're making e-bike and go Google it, everyone. <laughs> I promise. It's um like they were doing things like they'll take roll off speed hubs, which I know broken record, but like. They'll take that thing and like somehow mount it like up inside their frame and yeah. use it as a transmission as you would on a motorcycle. So like this thing's got like a totally isolated like one-to-one -one primary that runs down the swing arm and it's actually a roll-off bike, but you're not, the roll-off isn't in the wheel. It's like crazy stuff like that. They're just a neat, I don't know if you call it innovative, I guess, because it's not like it's changing anything, but like changing the market. It's anyway. definitely niche but, uh, though, you know? It's just cool. It's just a different, a totally different approach. Like, uh, you know, tell me you're an engineer without telling me you're an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other, um, the other difficult thing about this conversation is like at the end of the day, it's so in subjective. The, in the, well, that and in the bike world, like, yes, Tom, you're right. Subjective as far as like, you're saying, Oh, look at this cool downhill bike. Like I'm not going to think about innovations in the downhill world. Cause I'm not a downhill rider. Just yeah, like I'm not going to think yeah. about innovations in the triathlon world because I don't really care about those bikes. So like the ones I'm looking at are totally different from the ones that someone else is looking at. Um, the other issue looking at like this European German brand is they're making things that are quote unquote innovative to us. But in Europe, in a lot of ways, the bike industry is miles ahead. Yes, yeah, no as like say pinion gearbox. I'm looking at a gravel bike with a pinion gearbox that's just available to buy. That yeah, that doesn't happen with the US brands. It just doesn't. Yeah. You know if a pinion goes on a mid-drive mount, or are hmm. they different? Uh it is a little bit different. Bummer. 
Yes. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd love to like buy someone's like, oh, I broke my motor because I had a chip in it and it lit on fire. I'd love to like buy someone's frame for a song and build a pinion bike out of it, but oh well. Yeah, as far as I know, it is a different mount. Um, yeah. but... Although the, the hole their battery once occupied would be a weird thing. <laughs> oh, that conversion. That's yeah. your new stash. That's your new stash hole. You yeah, just... I guess. Yeah. Put some snacks in put there. A, put a bottle of Merlot snack in it. Yeah, yeah. Stuff in a snack hole. Snack hole. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wish that we'd get to ride those zeroed pinion drive. Yeah, bikes, I was going to mention oh, yeah. zero. Um, bikes, I want to try zeroed. a pinion wicked. I really, really like it looks the idea so of cool. Let's yep. come on, Ed. Get get back on them. I know. I think something happened and no. they were like, hey, just go visit this guy and like rent them that has a bike that you can test drive instead of coming up to Vermont. Yeah, I like saw COVID-y. So here's here's an interesting thing. I want to say I saw this on Zeroed. Um, they have a their demo program is basically like, hey, here's a guy that has this bike that is fine with you trying it out. Yeah. Um just steal that guy's bike. Just be like, we're um, going to Vietnam. Let me see if I can find us. it because it's it's a really interesting kind of way to go about it. Zero so we could take your bike. Give it to me. Um, Please. Bikes. Demo. <laughs> Box up your shit. <laughs> Demo is zeroed. Uh yeah, we've changed the game when it comes to taking a bike out for a demo ride with passionate zeroed owners. All around the world, we're building a cool community of riders who are more than happy to meet up, let you take out their zeroed bikes for a spin. And so you go, it's it's like an app. You go on this um, hmm. map, like the maps everybody out. This map thing, and you zoom in to where you are, and it tells you who has the bike and uh, where they live and their address they and if live. they lock their driveway. Their I'll drive. tell you what, <laughs> that's actually, from a business standpoint, that's pretty innovative, I would say. It's a that's cool, a little different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool, I, I have to shout out as well, I've, I've seen some apps that are like ride tour apps um, that look pretty cool as far as like, it's like Uber, but you're just posting yourself to give people rides around your local trails. Oh, that's <laughs> actually kind of sick. I'd definitely look for that and be like, guide me. Yeah, that's neat. Um, I will say this um, this map here does not have many people <laughs> that was the in other problem. our area. There were not many. Um, it looks like Vermont and New Hampshire are the closest. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I thought it was a neat idea um, to kind of decouple the, the company from the demo, um, which yeah. obviously makes sense for the company because it's less expensive. Oh, they must also, love it. <laughs> but also in a way makes it like a lot less biased of a um, kind of whole scenario. Well, you they can... do say even still the best review is word of mouth. So what better way to yeah, exactly, your product yeah. than to have someone who likes it enough to do your app show up and be like, yep. hey, ride yeah. my bike. Yeah, that's a good point too. I'm gonna, but I, I would like to try. Yeah. 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 Are you still going? Oh, well, you'll still be going up to Canada until like at least the summer break, right? No, nope, nope. No. Oh, no. Nope. Well, I, I mean, I can, to make... I can go whenever I want. I guess. guess you just have to go to Vermont on your own, on your own time for bikes yep. now. Oh, well. <laughs> My oh, own well. terms. Yeah. Which is totally fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, we should get that's uh so not to get too much of a tangent, but yeah, that's an example of like a smaller niche company that's like here slowly innovating. But it's here. hard to it's yeah. 
it's hard to it's it's not an apple apples and apples comparison right to compare like zeroed who is specializing in these pinion box mountain bikes to say like a scott right? yeah where it, it's you you can't quite compare them as far as their innovation goes well you've got tech innovation and you've got business innovation too or social innovation really in terms of like that demo program like you're encouraging people to meet one another that like your scott isn't really encouraging collaboration by virtue of it having a crazy suspension design yeah you know what i mean friends you know what i mean yeah like i don't know i I like the spirit of um what'd you call that company again i'm so sorry Uh, uh, zero 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 it's very confusing and ironically hard for me to retain because i sell a brand of motorcycles called zero just okay yeah so it's kind of like as soon as you say it, my brain just doesn't remember it because I already have something in that <laughs> slot. <laughs> the slot is full. Yeah. Anyway, um, I do have some stuff to say about components, even though I guess if they're not electric. Well, so let's really let's try to settle on a bike brand first. Like of mm-hmm. all sure. these, mm-hmm. like all else being equal, not Who's thinking the- about their niche or whatever. Like who who is the leader? That's a good question. There's so many out there In now. innovation only? In innovation. Pushing the envelope, huh? I mean, there's no category limitation. I mean, that's a, that's such a hard-loaded question. I mean, I could go with something like Because here's the other one that I'm going to say, as far as if we're bikes. talking about, like, business or whatever, is Rad Power Bikes. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. They have they have Those made a huge e-bikes. surge. I, yeah, that's, yeah, I didn't yeah. even consider yeah. that as like basically. Like and everyone's it's such it. a it's such a iconic design now of this like tiny fat tire folding e kind of e bike. Dude, yeah. they like, make everything. When you when you see one of those, like at least around here, when you see an e bike with the little tiny fat wheels, you know it's a rad power bike. Yeah, every single one. They also Providence. I got news for you though. Like, yeah, there's that little 20 inch wheel one, but they also have this cargo thing that's like nine feet long. Like, rat, <laughs> if you oh, look the, at Rad Power, the they, tiny front yeah, wheel, they make a ton of stuff. Um, maybe a bit of a fourth wall break or something, but like, we would probably carry Rad Power if Rad Power wasn't direct to consumer just because of in sitting in an, an e bike exclusive shop, there is one brand that people have already heard of when they come in and guess what it is rad power so may i might be with you and and they have this like direct to consumer model but they also have this other model where like you can actually have your rad power sent to a professional to be built that's pretty innovative i did on fire yourself well it's not just that because when you think about (laughs) it what's, what's the biggest what's the biggest cause of resentment from behind the counter in a shop um to i you could call it new brands. You can call it new ways of doing things, or you could just be real. The March of time. What's the one thing that pisses off owners and mechanics and all bike shop people, no matter what direct to consumer. Oh yeah. So in a way, rad power kind of like comes around sheepishly and says, so that's, well, hey. that's not a new model. That's a very, um, I believe transition was doing it. I don't know if they still are. Yeah, um, how many of those you see on this side of the country transitions? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yep. Like, but it's maybe out west. It's a very popular model for a lot of these um, kind of direct to consumer brands because they, mm-hmm. they do still want to provide that support network for their customers, right? To have somewhere to 
service it, get it built correctly, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are a bunch of companies that were partnering with um, Velofix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a new kind of um, service that is very similar to Velofix um, that, that does the same thing, basically. Um, I'll fix it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, they specialize in building um, direct-to-consumer bikes for people, um, which is a, a whole other part of the market. But Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's no, hard I, for me to... I might be to... with you on Rad Power. Yeah, yeah it's, really it's hard point. for me to kind of look at... Like, again, it's not good or bad, but I, I think it's it's hard to... This is like time person a year, right? This is our Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 um, and I, I, I kind of think it has to be Rad Power, especially with how the pandemic has fueled their, like, just enormous explosion. Fair yeah. enough. Thank thank you for bringing it up because if I brought up e-bikes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. E-bikes yeah. suck. Let's pick another one. <laughs> We're back some, on that some, train. <laughs> some days they do. <laughs> I'll say that. When you don't charge it, probably blows. <laughs> some days that's the first thought I have when I get in the car. Not so often, Tom, but some days. <laughs> Tom, you want to move on to components? Ooh, well, it's we going to be self-serving, but uh, I recently, um, finally, after talking about it off and on with you guys, I think we've talked about it on the podcast. I think you've talked about it before I was a regular um, without me. I have patronized uh, Ratio Technology. Oh, yeah. And I hope I pronounced this right. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. My Polish is not, I believe they're from Poland. Uh, Garabruk or Garbaruk components oh the, the so basically the babadook components uh do you remember a while back Gabagool actually, components Gabagool i want to say I, ma- <laughs> I made a joke about it on here there was a company on instagram that was like send us your old cassettes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like it was like what are they reverse engineering them well you didn't hear it from me apparently maybe but the, these people sell cassettes now <laughs> and uh <laughs> it turns out like i, I was kind of so this is for my monsoon uh, basically, what I bought from Ratio Technology, they're a British company. Um, they are making, because if you notice, all of the 12-speed um, SRAM road stuff is AXS. And AXS is being brought into lower and lower, and this is electronic shifting, is being brought into lower and lower uh, price regions, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's definitely the way they're going forward. This company ratio makes a kit to um turn your drop bar 11 speed sram levers into 12 speed levers and they also make a kit for your rear derailleur to turn it into an eagle um and there's a few ways they go about that you can either yeah you can you can either modify a uh, mtb derailleur with like a different cable fin or the kit i got turns my rival derailleur um into basically having like the correct cage for such a huge cassette mm. uh, and where Garbarook and again, forgive me if I am, um, I'll try to post it to Instagram or something in text. Um, Garbarook makes a cassette that's an 1152 goes on a normal, not a micro spline an HG 11 speed free hub body, which I already have on the monsoon. Um, and they make it for like 250 bucks and it weighs less i want to say than a gx cassette or even maybe lighter it looks like it yeah and like it, get... it didn't weigh a ton 
You can get colors um, in the big, yeah, in the big colors. dinner plate. Oh man, so, look at that! Spoiler Purple. alert: I I ended up getting uh, just silver and black because I was scared. Oh god, <laughs> um, I should have won that gold. And and in fairness too, there is a lag time in. I guess this is like a machine shop. Like this is the Polish version of Paul, pretty much because like they literally say in their thing they're like allow 60 days for production these look nice <laughs> damn so so i'm having this cassette like made i guess but it wasn't a crazy amount of money i i, I honestly have to tell you guys it cost about as much i want to say as like a gx eagle cassette and i'm not changing my free up money like ironically enough i bought these custom foofy components granted if they ever actually show up um i the bought polish are pretty honorable i think you'll get them yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, like, it's just as much as buying it from nothing against SRAM. It's just with, like, availability and everything. Um, and the other funny thing, too, is now that I work at a shop, like, I don't dare buy a 12-speed cassette off our rack. Because <laughs> I don't know it when or how we'll replace it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm saving that stuff for service. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and I don't have to change my free hub body. So like for like, I want to say all told, it was like 450 ish bucks. I got like a 12 speed drivetrain for my monsoon. Um, so the, for, for those, that's that, kind of neat. I'm jealous. For those that are looking for a slightly more budget friendly, you can just do an NX 12 speed cassette is like 90. You could, but it um, is a it is a penalty. I looked into it. Listen, I'm not a weight weenie. The monsoon is <laughs> part of the reason I care about this is because my bike is so heavy to begin with. Um, it's not that point. the monsoon's like a true boat anchor, but like if you're one of these people out here on like a carbon bike, you got a nice respectable like sub twenty pound gravel bike or twenty pound gravel bike. My monsoon probably weighs. It's not the conversation for you guys. I've never weighed. Yeah, I've never even weighed. It's probably a minimum of twenty six pounds, and mine's feathery for what it is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that NX cassette. The thing with the NX cassette is like it's several hundred grams heavier than what I have on there now. So it's it's like pounds of difference. That's why I paid. That's why I paid because I I just couldn't for one more cog. I could not add pounds to my bike. You know, literally what I'm pounds. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah actually so, it's like 200 g's less than my actual oh wow that's oh yeah, that's significantly lighter that's, jesus okay. that is over a pound isn't it yeah 1200 like, 200 grams is whatever out it's more than 16 ounces so yeah yeah so that's the story it's not a, and it's rotating weight which is a huge deal i keep harping on that um <laughs> and so, it's colors yeah, whatever riley's laughing at me because he's just he's just laughing at how far i've fallen over the course of this friendship like now i care about grams and shit <laughs> i know it's terrible it's terrible the way it adds up oh no oh god anyway yeah so i don't know it's kind of cool that we live in an era though where that's like a thing again because like when i was a kid there was like these crazy little machine shops that would make like mountain bike components like uh precision billet was one of them um like kuka was a big billet one pieces are so uh, nice too yeah, and a, a couple of them are obviously still around. You got like the 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 universals like Chris King, Paul. I mean, um, this is this is Chris the golden King. age for like, as, as far as how the social media and stuff is empowering and the internet. Like, this is the golden age for small shops like that. Yeah, the, little boutiquey things. I love it. The problem is that it's very hard for them to keep hold, which is where you see like, say, Kuka couldn't yeah. keep up right like a lot of well, the 
brands and it's i mean it's the same with like e-bike brands and one of the stories that i always fall back on is the speed x leopard read the story on that at some point because it's fascinating um is it leopard like the cat yep okay i was just making sure it wasn't leper like the colony no (laughs) my skin is falling off oh no No. Um, jesus but i mean that's the um like the the flip side is that a lot of these small companies don't last very long Uh, yeah well the other thing too is what immediately negates all of this except for the cassette i guess well the cassette is if availability comes back and uh what negates the ratio kit i would say is if sram just decides like hey we're gonna make 12 p mechanical stuff then you can do what you want um and use use what you want yeah they they come out with apex 12 speed and immediately this is like well i wasted my money but it's cool in the meantime yeah Um, i mean the yeah, the, the ratio kit was made when there was still the possibility that SRAM would be doing that, right? Yeah, um, and it, it definitely seems like they've decided otherwise, which I, mean, yeah, kind of I get it. Rival, rival Axis you know? was not a thing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I mean, my Monsoon has, I have a now a bar shifter I can use if I want to go to flat bar. Like, it's, it is amazing to me how this took this long for them to be like, we should probably do this, you know? At one point, there was just a straight up like a uh, bar end shifter that was allegedly for an eagle. Yeah, that was kind of sick, actually. The only thing was, uh, I believe it was friction only. Um, that, I like being yeah, able to people switch. People make fun of you, too. Well, it's just, <laughs> with speeds with and with, with that derailleur and everything, like, I really don't want to be feeling for gears on a 12 speed eagle. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's, it's one thing when it's like an eight speed campy or something because there's like a quarter inch space between each gear. <laughs> And you got room to play, but like on 12 speed, I'd imagine you, you gotta be in. So when, when we're talking parts for this, like we'll call it the innovation award. When we're talking parts, I don't, I I agree. I like ratio stuff. Um, At the end of the day, the the fin that they change in the back is just, they just took the fin off of a 12 speed derailleur. Like you can do that yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, The, the ratcheting kit is, I mean, fine it's um it's awesome that it's available um but as far as innovation goes they're really only making that one like ratchet thing mm. um for yeah. the shifter the shifter ratchet. and in all fairness i uh, i can't find a chain <clears throat> wow really just straight up yeah i just kind of can't find a chain right now i'm gonna just wait i've got a ton you want one I've yeah maybe a, I've got a, like a 12 speed <laughs> chains if you need them <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I don't know. I was I was looking on a certain vendor. <laughs> I a certain I, I vendor. Ronnie laughs. laughs. I couldn't find. And you yeah. find your way back to me. Uh, I am I mean, inevitable. I got, I got exactly. time. Like what's what's sixty days from like a week before Christmas? We're talking like March, right? Yeah. About, yeah. 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 So I got time. I'm not super worried about. He's it. got time. Yeah, but anyway, sorry. Uh, so that was my story of components. I guess on examination, not particularly innovative, but no. I mean, it's it's a good. They're both good companies to mention. I I have a hard time. I like, like that they exist. Yes. That's yes. All. I like absolutely. I like that it's an option. I love options. Yes. I mean, I love I love TRP, but um, mm-hmm. I can't give them like Herp. innovation, right? Because they made a twelve speed group after, after everyone else, else made twelve <laughs> yeah. speed group. Um, yeah. I love I love that rotor has a 13 speed group. 
um, that's mm. hydraulic and that's kind of innovative, but that's the only thing they made. Um, and Campanolo they made it like three or four years ago. And they have a rear derailleur that they advertise as if it's a positive that it has like 144 individual moving parts. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a Swiss watch of refinement so, only made by Italians. Always, Sounds like a fucking on, nightmare. On top of it since 1946. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I have a hard time getting away from SRAM as far as yeah, I'm like there. most innovative. We're crushing and, it now, man. I'll call yeah. it for SRAM. In this, in this man's opinion, SRAM has won. It is now just a matter of time um, for things to play out. SRAM has won. Yeah. I mean, yep. just the, and I, I think a lot of it comes down to the Axis ecosystem. Like they've done a ton of other stuff and I, I don't want to like downplay that at all, but the, the existence of that whole Axis ecosystem and where they're going with it is super exciting. Mm. Um, yeah. It's like, it's almost like eventually we, everybody kind of was like, this might happen. But then a couple of years ago, you can see kind of the writing on the wall and everything starts to kind of being like, okay, they're slowly kind of pushing out. I mean, there used to be a time when people would covet Shimano stuff, and now it's everyone's all Team Shram, it seems like, you know? Yeah. I was yeah. that person, dude. Like, straight up. Like, I, I want people to know, like, these last few episodes or whatever, um, you know, there's been moments here I'll, like, quip about Shimano or another brand or this or that. Like, you got to understand, up until, like, literally this pandemic, I was a Shimano person. Mm through and through still love their brakes even after that thing i was talking about earlier <laughs> like cannot can not get away from the feel of a shimano hydraulic brake there is nothing quite in, like when you we'll squeeze a shimano hydraulic brake that's bred that's bled correctly and like the pads aren't contaminated and like everything's burnt in my god there's a lot of ifs here like, like, ifs. no not really i'm just saying like a correctly how about this a correctly set up XT break uh, well is said. just whoop. Oh, light switch. God damn. He, a single he, tear. And here a single I am. tear rolls down my cheek. Here I am at this juncture going back to goddamn Shimano. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the brakes. I'll say that. <laughs> Definitely nothing wrong with the brakes. Even, even, <laughs> damn it. Even, even with the, the, cracky, the cracky piston or whatever else. I'm, go, I'm going with their drivetrain. Son of a yeah, bitch. for the record, by the way, it, it might sound like I was dogging on him for that piston. Um, like, I've never seen that ever. I'm I've sure seen it, it I've seen it in the car, but I, like after yeah. it's been used like on a track day, but I've never seen it in the bike. Yeah. No, yeah. this is an e bike the guy bought this year. If this that bike has be, 200 miles on it, he's do lucky. We, do we count that as innovation? No, it's what? just a fluke. It's just a thing that happened. It, it broke so earlier. They've innovated the, the, <laughs> the, the, the life cycle. It makes you upgrade quicker. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Innovation. <laughs> no, no, they're but, just trying uh, yeah. to, they're trying, they're all trying to stamp stuff out too quick. So QC stuff has been um, not quite up to snuff for a Ooh, lot of companies out that's there. That's actually oh, a yeah. very good point. Oh, yeah. Um, just because they uh, are trying to keep up with demand. I am receiving bikes that need to be finished being manufactured in some instances oh my god um, like in other words like most e-bikes have a uh, a location on the bike that you can just plug the charger into along mm. with being able to charge the battery directly like off bike and um i had one brand show up like literally their 2021 bikes all land in like a two-week span in november like many many units because we're big and uh i go to plug one in and like light doesn't come on on the charger and it's like what the hell is this and actually, Riley came and visited me that day. I uh -huh. did. 
<sighs> and I start looking into it and it turns out that like that charge port that's way on the other end of the frame, it's like up by the head tube, um, was never connected because they must have been waiting on some kind of part like at the factory factory. And what they ended up doing was they tucked the, um, the wire that normally runs through the frame and connects the charge port on the bike to the bottom of the battery. Um, they just didn't connect it. So you can like take everything apart, snake a wire through, plug all the stuff in and then put it back together. Um, that was that's some nice job security for the winter, though. I will say that <laughs> it's got a, you probably got a plate full of orders of that to go through. Oh, it's it's about a, an hour a whack, and we probably got at least fifty of that model. So, <sighs> yeah, you're gonna get yeah. good at that. You sell the sell the quick way to do it back to the company. Hey guys, I found a quick way to do this. I kind of already have. <laughs> I, had a, I got trade really you a bike tight. for it. <laughs> I got really tight with this company's QC guy. Cause of course, when it first happens, I send like an all caps email, like, what is this? Why? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's just this wire that's up in the frame. Do this. And I was like, Oh, all right. And like a couple weeks go by. And uh, he's like, do you, you seem to be doing really well with these reworks. Do you have any advice for, and like I sent a few pictures and I, I don't think they liked what they saw because all I did was copy the electricians and the data guys I saw in Boston. <laughs> um, I, I didn't it. do anything that had anything to do with bicycles. I took weed whacker line and I made myself like a snake yes. and a lot of electrical tape and uh, some swearing. And that's that. <laughs> Somebody uses a snake extensively. I love that. But yeah, very, very big tangent. Uh, but QC has uh, has suffered in the in the pandemic. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. We, Go ahead. No, that's all right. Do we have any other contenders for parts um, um i gotta give it to micro shift too yeah Oof. they've yeah. stepped up into some big uh shimano shaped shoes yeah yeah i think uh more more so a few years ago with their advent stuff i was super super happy to see them ambling into the uh, oh the i still have an advent yeah. drive train somewhere um that that's phenomenal i mean i mean um, I don't know if we can give it to them just for their availability. Um, I don't. I know guess, but I, is... I do yeah, like can the you components. Get a hold of it now? Yes, yes. Um, I do like the components. I, I, I have a hard time because I think the only really what I would say like quote unquote innovative parts from them were the Advent stuff. Mm. Um, as far as making it, because the rest of their stuff is just a budget copy of Shimano in a lot of ways, right? Um, yeah. ad advent was Which, much more of like a new ground up build so is, um, is it like a, a secret that are, are we supposed to be able to say like what happened with shimano because it's actually kind of sad like what happened is, is basically pandemic hits um everything below xt xtr altegra and dura ace comes out of factories in malaysia and I guess because of like whatever going on during the pandemic, they just like shut their Malaysian factories down. So SLX and lower, <laughs> good luck. Um, is that a secret? I, uh, it no, no. I mean, me. the, the other thing that happened around the same time was one of their factories, I believe one of their Japanese factories. I could be wrong. Same um, deal. Uh, no, burst into flames. Oh, well, that'll do it. Um, so they had one that was shut down for a while because it was on fire um they also like i mean it's the same story you hear with the pandemic for everyone right um yeah. 
all of the uh, distribution centers I know in the U.S., their East Coast distribution center was backed up so bad for several months um, yeah. because they did not have the staffing. Um, they had to keep kind of uh, closing or like reduce staff, whatever. Um, but it, they were backed up big time. Just it ironically time. seems like they got so big and so ubiquitous that this was a total blind spot. So the, the other fact that anything could be interrupted. Ever. The other thing that we've talked about is some, um, and it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's good until it's not like it's, it's yes. good until this situation <laughs> happens because all of their parts are so ubiquitous, right? Like they're say their, their main disc brake pad, the B01S is um, the most common disc brake pad out there, I would say. And mm -hmm. uh, there were several months where you could not get it because it was so ubiquitous. There's a lot of bitching about could that. not make them. Yeah. And it's it, it happened with all of their brake pads because yeah. they've been so ubiquitous. Their pedals, same thing. Um, cleats, like they are the company that supplies most of that stuff. And a lot of other companies, TRP, Tektro, uh, Pro Max, whatever, uh, just have that same pad shape or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so just the demand for those was through the roof. And because they only come out of one factory, you kind of get screwed. And yeah. And speak, speaking of listener, if you're out here like looking to replace your Shimano pads, a lot of those Tektros, uh, AKA TRP as well. A lot of those Tektros are interchangeable. You just got to kind of figure it out. That's more yeah. of a forum thing than it is a official Life website. Figure out which one it is because those smaller companies have seemed to be producing them a little quicker than Shimano. Um, if it's a non-SRAM, that's what you're gonna find. Yeah, I've seen, that's what you're gonna find I've seen a lot of um, a lot of cool stop ones. Um, yep. and cool interestingly, interestingly enough, um, if you don't mind having uh, metallic pads, e-bike specific pads have been readily available. Hmm. Um, I think because people see the e-bike label and Whatever. don't want to buy them. <laughs> I think they're just. Uh, I think they're just centered. To be honest with you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're literally just they're pads. they're uh, just a brake pad, but I think people see the e-bike label and get get nervous. Um, yeah, jump in. You, you, Don't be afraid. You put a you put an organic pad on it, especially if you get any kind of wet or anything on an e-bike with like the extra weight and everything. You just sounds like <laughs> you know you're just clubbing seals. Let me play you the song of my people. Your brakes. <laughs> <laughs> so are we are, are we are we sold on SRAM? Is that yeah, I have my feeble entry would be one up, but because I have a personal heart on for their stuff, um, everything they make is quality. Um, Why? What's what's their innovative part? Oh, their EDC Ooh. stem and the fact that you don't even need to uh, tap the stems anymore. Yeah, yeah, um, I like I that they did that. Love that. I um, know. Uh, just as a quick uh, shameless plug, Bond Trigger has one of those as well. But ooh, I did not know that. I love <laughs> Bond Trigger stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Trek has always had good house brand components. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, um, fight me. They've, under the Bond Tracker name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also, used to love, like, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Um, just, no I was just going to say they make nice tires. Um, yeah, not going to lie. The XR4 too. and the XR whenever were actually really good ones, too. Um, Fast. The, uh, the dropper, I think, I think 1UP does it, where it's the most dropper posts and the shortest install length period like it's huh. takes up the shortest one of space i think the v, the v2 but it's it kind of nice 210 
uh, millimeters of drop, which is actually like, I think it's pretty awesome because I'm always trying to, everybody always wants to cram more of their seat posts down into their friggin' frame, but you kind of have sometimes frames that, you know, can't fit all of that stack. Yeah. So yeah, um, this doesn't apply to me. I'm five, three, <laughs> my, my seat posts at full extension are about three inches out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe if that doesn't apply to some of us, um, but I mean, I have, I don't know. I just realized I have their grips, pedals, a stem, a dropper, a chain guide. I had handlebars. I mean, I can't believe I have how much of their stuff I have. Um, so I'd throw my hat in the ring for one up just because obviously I'm a total, you know, cheerleader for them and they make good stuff apparently, you know, but there you go. Good. Again, good stuff is not necessarily innovation. Ed, this is true. I feel like some of their stuff is probably like, I think, I think you're right. Like that stem drop, you know, or the that stem. stem you know? Yep. Yep. Um, but I guess a good, I don't know if they're making as, I, I don't know if they're making the waves that like, I mean, you can't, I, again, I, I don't see anyone making the waves that SRAM is right now. Yeah. You're probably, you guys are probably right on that hundred percent. I'm with, I'm with, uh, I'm with that vote. I just need to throw my yeah. opinion somewhere. Yeah. And honorable SRAM mention is a uh, SRAM is kind of solving other people's problems while still doing the damn thing. And that's impressive. Like the Italian yeah. families moving in to take over everyone's turf and just killing off everybody else. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> except they're like, except they're like friendly and from the Midwest. <laughs> oh, that might arguably be worse, you know? <laughs> well, Hey there, you want a pie? Yeah, no, SRAM is, SRAM is uh, I don't know, they're great. It, it was easy to dunk on their failures for a while because they were trying everything, but they seem to have gotten their uh, their ducks in a row. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's difficult for me too because a lot of the innovation that comes out of SRAM does come from acquisitions, right? Yeah. Like, let's say a lot of Axis, a lot of it came from TireWiz or... Uh, uh, Quark, I believe, was a separate company for a while. Um, yeah, well, on the I, other hand, I'm dealing with like this year's connector doesn't fit that year's wire. Yes. yes. So kudos <laughs> so, to you, SRAM. So I always have a hard time <laughs> with uh, like kind of awarding and innovation because sometimes it is kind of a stolen valor thing, right? Where they didn't necessarily create the thing. They just bought the company that created it and then made it into a better system. Um, but Do you know I, who they bought, you know, who made them like a real component company, well, Rockshocks, Avid, like, no, I'm going earlier. Oh, Sax. Sax. Yeah. yeah. So oh, there was a time when, when, when SRAM was called grip shift. Yes, that's it. That was the name of the company. They just made grip shifters, and that was it. It's to my knowledge, anyway. And yeah, they acquisitioned basically this old Euro, um, like derailleur component manufacturer called Sax, um, S A C H S. You can read a lot about Sax stuff on like Sheldon Brown if you're into that kind of thing and you have insomnia. Um, (laughs) (laughs) ask me, ask me how I know. And uh, yeah, like that's what started with like those old like woody derailers and stuff that those are sax derailers pretty much. Um, but yeah, no, nah, kudos to SRAM because Riley mentioned it. They picked up RockShock along the way. They picked up Avid. They picked up uh, Zip. I didn't know they bought Avid. Zip. Yeah. yeah. Zip Speed Weaponry. What else? They, they got just about everyone who wasn't Shimano, didn't they? They have Cork. They have Cyclops. They gather yeah, in the bike, bike industry, Infinity Stones. 
Hayes <laughs> tried to do the same thing, but they kind of cooled off. I mean, a lot, a lot of companies of do in in the bike world. Mergers and acquisitions are kind of commonplace. I mean, yeah, Hayes is Hayes, Manitou, uh, Sunringle. Uh, I love Sunringle. I want to say there are a few yeah, others still got in that stuff. family. Um, I mean, look at like Cervelo, Santa Cruz, and I believe Huffy are all in the same family. It might be Mongoose, but um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's more just the the knowing that that surveillance owner has to lay in bed and think about the fact they're under the same umbrella. <laughs> the fact that they're on the same <laughs> house, yeah. Um, and they just bought, I think it's the same as Fuji is in the same family. I could be wrong. Um, but they're... Always liked them. There are a few big, like, families that are a bunch of brands. Yeah. Um, and that's just pretty commonplace. Um, cool. Let's cap that conversation off there you've been crowned um, from king i have king i have other goofier conversations that i want to have oh, about yes. some bicycles that we found online the other day um <laughs> i have one question yes have we gotten have we gotten any feedback whatsoever on this on what the show on the the this particular segment the only reason i ask is it's I, I do wonder from a listening perspective if it's just listening to people shred something you can't see. Because ah, we get cares? to look at it. You share your <laughs> listen, screen. Listen, listen. That's funny. a good point. <laughs> once, once they give us feedback, we'll listen. But until yeah, then, you. they have to suck it. Like, I'm not sure that E. So violent. Thing. I'm not sure the e a horror thing translates. Um, so maybe we need like to when you're not pictures. looking at it. Yeah, maybe yeah, we maybe need to post to... pictures on the Instagram. I don't know if this next one will be able to post pictures and be in line <laughs> with Instagram's terms of service. Yeah, um, Riley, Riley really primed us for this one. <laughs> these, these people do some, uh, some very <laughs> early 2000s advertising style. If you get my drift, it's a but anyway, <laughs> that'll be coming up. I don't know if we like make this a separate episode or what, but I'm just trying to keep in mind the mics of the world that are sitting in their truck waiting um, for us to, to, to finish the episode. So at the very least, we'll make this Which like a little weird. intermission. Does that make sense? Does this mic work for himself? Wait yeah, a minute. You got to do stuff all the time. Yeah, I so guess. like, what's it, what's he going to run in there and punch in? Like, you don't have a Bluetooth speaker. What's the deal, Mike? You need me to send you something? He's running. He's running in the dunks and he's got a, he's waiting for us basically to finish talking so we can go get a, I'm getting a guess, a medium or a large black ice, no cream and sugar. Is that his order? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just hopped out my head. <laughs> All right, let's do a, a little. Yeah,